SEO is AEO. Welcome to the show, Dixon Jones, for the second time. Hello, Jason, again. Thank you. We just did one interview. We're sitting, actually, I didn't say this, at Brighton Seafront in two very large armchairs, looking at the sea on a cloudy day, talking about, right now, bias in the knowledge graph. We were talking about echo chambers earlier on. We were. That's right, yeah. And, uh, and now yeah, we've yeah. been inspired to talk about Bias in the knowledge graph. You wrote an article about it based on a I did. study. Uh, a bunch of read. studies, actually, a bunch of studies. But uh, the yeah, machine learning. Google has been moving over the last six years to machine learning, and they've been really investing heavily in it. It started with the change of their CTO, I think, really, and it's the the the, the, oh, okay. the 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 argument for machine learning versus the old PageRank approach, I suppose, mm. was bubbling for some years, and. Uh, Anyway, they're really invested in the idea of, of machine learning. And one of the things that they tried to do... Sorry to interrupt, but I, sorry, just really yeah. quickly. I heard that there was a, a, a kind of battle between the machine learning people who were trying to produce better results, but they couldn't manage it. Yep. And they kept producing the results, and they would go, but the, the results we've done by human coding yep. are still better. And they yep. went, oh, darn, they go back to their little workshop in their corner. Yep. And then one day they came back and they went, da-da, and they'd done yeah. it. Well, here's the thing. Two things about that. <laughs> Firstly, the PageRank algorithm is an iterative, or originally in its original form was an iterative algorithm and therefore by definition was a machine learning algorithm. It learned from its data set. So, uh, so that's point number one. The second thing I is like that. that what they've done now is they've used a much smaller seed set to do the machine learning. So uh, whereas PageRank's original algorithm uh, started with this with the concept of every web page has the same score or has a, a a simple to calculate score and then we'll extrapolate and change that information based on the links on that page change all the maths um then do it again and 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 they and, did that until about 2006 and, and when you describe it like maths. that it suddenly sounds very meritative yes it is but it's meritative based on every every bit of content on the internet yep. starting with a vote What's interesting about the knowledge graph is that it starts really more or less with Wikipedia having a vote because it starts with the concept of we need to define entities. So the, what they're trying to do that's really good is they're saying uh, before there were, let's say, a trillion web pages on the Internet. And there were truly so I've got a trillion records and they're all about all sorts of different words. There's many, many, many different words and stuff. So when I want to know about Queen the band, mm. Um, then there's loads and loads of places where this all is. If I then change it to, instead of having lots of records of pages, HTML, uh, URLs, uh, I start with lots of concepts like mm. Queen the Band or Queen the Monarch um, or Queen the Place in New York. Or Queen the Bee. And all of the others, you know. Then uh, I can then hang new data off it. So as I go around the internet, I can start saying, right, I already know that Queen is a band. I know that, you know, Brian May is mm. is a member. I know that Freddie Freddie Mercury is a member. Oh, and now I know Freddie Mercury is a, is dead. So now I know that Freddie, Freddie Mercury was a member from here to here. And, you mm. know, so it can build up on concepts. And actually, there are a lot less entities in the world than there are web pages in the world. So the Encyclopedia de Britannica only has, you know, you know, a few million or however many what it was, you know, things. Well, yeah. yes and no, because if I might mm. interject, I mean, the Encyclopedia Britannica doesn't contain the coffee shop down there mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. the, the coffee that it serves and the It does that... not, but the coffee, the coffee shop down there 
doesn't merit an entity within Google's knowledge graph either. It doesn't classify itself as an, it, it, it classifies it as one of the entity of coffee shops. Okay. So it is one of the entities of coffee shops. So it's a member of coffee shops. So, um, uh, so unless it's got its own Wikipedia page or some other reason for having its own entity in the definitions, it becomes a much smaller number of records for Google to start with and it actually saves them masses and masses of um, storage and processing. But, but isn't, I mean, lo the logical conclusion to that is, okay, the coffee shop isn't so very important yet. Mm -hmm. um, it's a member of coffee shop, but yep. one day everything's going to get up to that level of being an entity in the, in the real sense. Well, uh, you could argue that that's the case, but I think that that may have a scaling issue. Yep. Um, I think that, uh, and it will create the same kind of scaling issues that, um, that, that they've had now that the internet has got so big. So, yeah. so the, the, the older methods were having trouble um, scaling and bringing in new content. The bigger problem for them was that most of the new content was just repetition of the same ideas as existing content. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, just because I've suddenly had an idea that running along the Brighton beachfront might be good for my health, I'm probably not the first person to have thought about <laughs> that, uh, which is why I'm here in a bar. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so, so um, the new content is, is very rarely adding to human knowledge, yeah, okay. if you see what I mean. So the idea is that they can augment from a trusted set. The problem is the bias. And the problem is that they're using a trusted set that was built by middle-aged white people from North America, Ooh. predominantly. Eating pizza in the basement, uh, living with their mum. Presumably, yes. That, that's my vision exactly. of people who are editing. Exactly. Who exactly. else has the time and who, who else wants to be quite so finickety about all this stuff that doesn't matter? These people are not normal people, Jason. <laughs> there is no way. So the seed the set are, uh, for Google's understanding of the world is a bunch of weirdos. Yeah, brilliant. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I mean, how many people? You know, and 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 uh, and okay, uh, let's go back and say right. There are a bunch of librarians. Okay, it's a bunch yeah. of librarians. But they're you're now asking the librarians to populate the content. The librarian doesn't know about what's on the pier. In Brighton, and he's not an expert on what's on the pier in Brighton. That happens a lot in this podcast. People look they, out the they window. Look out and look, yeah, yeah, okay. So the pier in Brighton, great example. <laughs> so, uh, so they have to, you know, so so so, um, so when they're curating that, they've got no idea of whether mm. the pier, pier in Brighton has the right to be an entity versus, you know, the pier in Bexhill um, or, or not. You know, especially. If they're now writing about a peer in Ethiopia, they've got no concept. But that peer in Ethiopia may have been the start of a, you know, part of a big battle. Uh, it may have been, you know, where yeah, all the uh, the World Aid stuff came in on Live Aid for the for, for the landing of the, you know, they maybe have real significance. And, and, and yeah, I mean, the, the peer in Ethiopia, which is your example, yeah. they're going to be going tag that because I've never heard of it. And you know, yeah. you've never heard of it because you're not Ethiopian. And yeah, so they're 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 curating uh, essentially things that they think are important in their seed set, and that means that Google is then learning from that and the machine learning algorithms are learning from that so that is going to say you know when they try and when that go leads to I'm going to tell you the best person to be president of the United States it's never going to be a woman because there's no machine learning to say that a woman could you know mm. that kind of problem is is potentially one of the catastrophes of allowing AI to build on uh, on uh, on sets of data 
which is not representative. Yeah, because I mean, once it starts going wrong, it goes very wrong very, very yes. quickly. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, an example of that was the Microsoft bot on Twitter that started off it was, just having a chat and ended up being a couple of... It was two Facebook bots. So Facebook oh, created a couple of bots and then the bots started creating their own language and started talking to each other in their oh, right. own language. Oh, right. The Microsoft was. He end, he ended, it ended up being completely racist and completely... Sexist. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. okay, okay. And they, they oh, right, shut okay. it down. And, and, yeah. and it was this kind of thing. It started off okay. And it just, when it went out of control, it just went out of control. Incredibly yeah, yeah, quickly. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, and, um, and it's, I mean, it's not, it, it, not to say that humankind isn't going to do that all on our own, but no. you know, <laughs> uh, but but I don't think there needs to be much more rigor in trying to deal with that bias that's in the initial sample set. They need to, you know, there needs to be a lot more research. And I've looked through the research, and it's just at the start of accepting that there's bias in this in, oh, okay. in, the, in the start of the data. Another question. I mean, you, you were talking about Wikipedia. I mean, my what I've what I've been noticing, and the, the why I got into the knowledge graph and how I got my Wikipedia page is because I'm a musician and I made cartoons. Yep. And the thing about being a musician is fans have made all these incredibly well structured uh, sites and uh, right. talked about it an awful lot. So anything that's music, theatre, uh, film. All, all this mm. entertainment stuff has an incredibly strong presence in the knowledge graph. And you could, William Shatner's my favourite example. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because he's done films, he's done books, he's done records, he's done concerts, he's been married multiple times, he's got kids. And all of this has been pushed out there by his fans. And Google, therefore, has an incredibly good understanding of William Shatner and all yep. the entities that are related to him and how they're yep. all related. Yep. Is that biased? Well, it may not be correct. Uh, it may well be that it suggests that William Shatner is a spaceman, uh, you know, uh, because that's the kind of information that's getting added onto the, uh, onto the system. So, uh, so I think that... Uh, I mean, I, I it's talking... mostly correct. Yes, it is mostly correct, yeah. for sure. But, uh, but errors at the start of the process can magnify themselves very, very quickly. Yeah, so and what... there are millions of people that think that William Shatner is, in fact, a spaceman, you know. Oh, probably. You know. <laughs> well, it's Star Trek. You know. Well, we, well yeah. my question is, in fact, if if a large chunk of, of the knowledge graph is currently filled up with entertainment, yes, that's not biased. No, that is biased. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, biased. Yeah, 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 you're starting yeah, yeah. off with a set of information, and yeah. uh, or perhaps an, uh, expecting all this fan information for these. I mean, nobody's going to write fan information about a company, mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. and so you end up with this kind of whole set which Google is training its AI stuff on. Yep. that isn't necessarily, or the methods are not necessarily transposable to the rest of the world. Uh, they're not, and I think that they do have some... Uh, I think I think Google would be the first to say we have black spots in... Uh, okay. well, probably probably the wrong word to use, but anyway, have dark, you know, have dark areas of knowledge where they don't know what's happening. But, but I think that the... Um, I think the problem... Well, there are lots of problems, but one of the biggest problems is that because there is an area of light where they, they are doing very, very yeah. well. They're building on those areas of light. But that, uh, th that, that has the... It's the same as the concept of power, really. It has the effect of really good new ideas finding it harder and harder to push through. The shrubs, the shrubs of a new idea are you know, going to find it harder and harder and harder to, to, to go through. Because a good idea comes is, is by one person. Mm. You know, it's not usually... A, a, if it's a horde of people, it's probably... It, it may be a good idea, but, <laughs> you know, but it's not necessarily a new idea. Uh, whereas genuinely new, innovative, um, clever yeah. advancements in humankind 
are going to take much more time to get into that uh, that machine learning system and be recognized and, and understood in that machine learning system. And I think they try and uncover that using news. So they're using news feeds to, oh, right. okay. uh, to discover new... Um, uh, new ideas, new insights, and stuff. So I, I mean, I, well, I mean, I'm, not, I'm not stupid enough to is, say is, that there isn't some thought on this already. You know, beyond uh, beyond my you know, my research. You know. Well, I mean, the idea of news feeds is to say, right, we're going to identify uh, sources that we trust in inverted commas, which is why yeah. they're doing it manually. Yep. And then we pull this information, and we consider by default that this is true, and by default everything else is false, more or less. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the rest of it has to prove to be true by multiple um, confirmations, and yeah. this new stuff needs to be proved to be false. Yep. That maybe I'm oversimplifying. Well, definitely. I'm no, I mean, I mean, we're all oversimplifying because we, you know, we'd, but but I think that there's 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 a couple of things going on when they try and make those checks. Firstly, if you have to verify a brand new idea and it's verifiable, it's not a new idea. Very good point. Uh, so there's there's a there's there's, there's number one. Secondly, uh, you know, it's quite often that that verification is actually a little loop of somebody like you or me that's just created a, a loop, you know, of, 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 of truth. Yeah, uh, idiotically and, and repeating I, what we've already heard. Yeah, and yeah. as we said earlier on, uh, creating our own truth. What was it? Yeah. Self, self-fulfilling prophecies. Yes, that's right. So I, I, so I think there's the, the, that, that danger as well. And, and certainly the, the fake news sort of mantra that's, that, that's there is, is a problem. Um, not necessarily intentional, although I'm sure at times it very much was, is, but I saw an article the other day um, in The Independent, actually. Mm. Uh, and um, over the years, I thought The Independent was a pretty uh, reputable kind of yeah. organisation. Although I understand they haven't got a lot of money in the days of the internet and, uh, and stuff, but there was a report on a shooting in, in London. And... Um, uh, and, and knife crimes being a big thing in London, and, and now now there's some shootings in London. Anyway, this report suggested that uh, a guy had come up to a um, a car, shot at the car, the bullet had bounced off the glass and killed the guy that did the shooting, which oh, was right, a okay. great story. That was a great story. Fairly unbelievable. Well, when I went in and read the article, and then you read below the headlines, one person suggested that in all the crowd that they interviewed. So mm. whether it had happened or not, there was no corroborative evidence. They're talking about a murder investigation now. Yeah. So um, so there's a, it's not the kind of thing you want to get wrong. Yeah. Because the mob mentality are then either going to go, I don't know if, uh, I don't know what color they were. I don't know what background they were. I don't know if it was uh, um, mm. racially motivated, terrorist motivated, whatever. But, you know, somebody was dead on that street for 40, mm. minute, for, for 40 minutes, not being covered up whilst the police kind of thought, what's happening here? Mm. It's not the kind of story that you want to start putting in suggestions that, but, that the Darwin Award should be won by this guy, you know, until you and, know. And, and the truth is very quickly distorted. And once it becomes distorted, it's very difficult to stop. Then there's lots of verification and facts on the internet that will just back up your, your false view of what you've just heard. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, no. And, and, and I used to say the machines are not going to learn exactly the same errors that, that, that we learn as humans. Yeah, and you were talking earlier on about machines together with from Facebook inventing yeah. their own language. I mean, yeah. we're also arriving at a point where machines are going to start understanding facts in a way that we simply don't understand. Yeah. And what is truth, what isn't truth? Then you get into this whole kind it of philosophical thing. It's going to be interesting, isn't it? And, yeah. and these machines are going to say, well, that's truth. And you're going to, well, I don't agree. But they're going, but he does agree, and he doesn't agree, and she yeah. does agree. And yeah. what is truth? And 
Oh, that's very deep. But it's clear they're going, though. I mean, they're clear that they're starting to think about things as entities rather than as, you know, mm. separate little facts. And they're trying to tie these entities and ideas together, you know. And I think that that has profound... In- this, this is, so I'm, I'm actually studying new business anyway, uh, which is, which is oh, looking right. at this idea of semantics and the idea that content is being understood in, in concepts and entities rather than in terms of keywords yeah. and web pages. You so. mentioned this to me. I, I was saying WordLift to my mates from Italy. And yeah. saying it's a yeah. similar kind of so idea. Wordlift, yeah, so WordLift, uh, I think, have got a, a, a sort of their own sort of uh, knowledge base and, yeah. and stuff, and they're trying to, uh, trying to help you write content, you know, based around knowledge base. And, and, and that's exactly what I'm trying to do at uh, InLinks, which is is company I'm setting up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's my business partner telling me off to tell us about it too yeah. early now. Uh, so we're, we're, in links, we're, we're that, that was um, actually the singer from my band ringing up. Was it? Okay. Yeah. To say Sing, what singer. songs are we playing? Why didn't you use my band as an example instead of Queen's? You know. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. That's fine. So what, what what it's what what it's doing is it's using you know Google's um, natural language processing capabilities to to interpret interpret web pages. So you have a look at your website. It breaks your website down into entities and concepts. You know the same entities and concepts that, that Google has, and which ones mm. am I missing? Um, it then can write schema for all of your web pages on the fly. Um, Which can, is brilliant. Yeah. Because writing schema markup is so Nobody boring. bloody does it, you know. And, uh, and so, yeah, so we can do all the, that on the fly. We can then also link all those different uh, ideas together. So you can say, right, this is my web page that's a bright, about Brighton, or, you know. So this is my main page. But I've got all these other mentions of Brighton and, uh, and Sussex and all these other things and, and peers and things. And, uh, and so I want to link to the Brighton, to, to the Brighton page. So it'll, it'll bring those concepts and link them all together. So yeah. you've now built your internal link graph. You've built your schema. And then you're going to have concepts and ideas and entities that you've got no proper landing pages for. So it'll also then uh, give you content briefs on how to write that content based around using semantics that are ideas that are semantically close to the one you're talking about. So you don't start going off on one, as, as I do. Yeah. Uh, you actually start talking about the concepts that are relevant to that. that and then the, the, the trick question, the really obvious trick question, is how are you dealing with that bias? Uh, very good. Well, <laughs> what we're trying to do is... <laughs> I hate you for, for right out of the start. It was two different arguments. I shouldn't have put it in the same podcast. But uh, yeah, th- what we what we want to do is take that um, that seed set back to the back to the people. In other words, back to the content creators oh, right. okay, yeah. and away from the Wikipedia. So, although Wikipedia is currently, according to Google, the source of all knowledge, it's building upon that. And the only way it's going to build upon that is if more and more and more data starts to come out and be properly. Um, structured so that the machines can learn it. Yeah, you know? I mean, if, if we can create enough structured, reliable, trustworthy content, yeah. we yeah. can move away from the Wikipedia model, as we yeah. may yeah. call it, yeah. which, which which is inherently biased yeah. and inherently um, true. Uh, yeah, but yeah, biased, biased, just yeah, biased. I was trying it to is. think of a second word. It's just built by you know weirdos, you know yeah. librarians, <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, but it's not. I think, I mean, this is an SEO tool. This is a semantic SEO technology for Mm. for sure. And there's no doubt that if you want to get seen more on uh, on Google as we move forward, you need to be able to understand how entities work. So yes, it will be building on the concept of whatever bias Google has got, building upon that bias. Mm. 
SEO has always been about that. I'm going to write about um, London instead of Brighton because there's more people in London, you know, or, or whatever. So you, yeah. you you build on the stuff that's going to get you. No, traction. so in fact, my question was yeah. pretty stupid because I was saying, how are you dealing with the bias? And he's saying, we don't need to it's, because it's, it's, if we've got the same bias Google has got, we're winning all the way. What we are trying to do is see where the gaps are that Google has got entities for and uh, and and there, there's there's gaps in that, in that graph, um, which is, you know, Interesting, but I, 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 I don't think your question was facetious. I think we are. <laughs> I said stupid. As, okay, uh, it's not okay. Maybe stupid, but it wasn't facetious. It was know. funny. It was good, uh, but it, no, it's, it's it's got a lot of merit. But essentially, we are an SEO technology, yeah. so we are trying to amplify amplify that bias. Technically, yeah, yeah, uh, sure. Really, if, if truth be told, if you if you want to use it for SEO purposes, if you want it to to use it to change the world, then write about something yeah. different, and then force. Google to understand that there's an association between your idea and something they already recognises as an entity. That's brilliant. SEO is AEO. Thank you, Dixon. Bye. <laughs>